Well, hey. <laughs> I need you to get your mood up. We are excited. To My be mood here. is up. What do you mean? I've had about four Spectra Vodka Tonics. Oh, I've no. I've the bong like three times. I've watched an episode of half of SVU. Like, I'm feeling great right now. Oh, no. Why is that a oh, no? I'm not. Um, I'm well, so tired. It's don't project your shitty mood on me, then. You don't need to get your <laughs> mood up. <laughs> it's been a good... It's been a kind of good day, just a long day, just a long day. Well, do you want to tell us about your day? Tell us about your week. Tell us something. So I, you know, this may be a like ongoing theme is that I keep forgetting what day it is. Like this past month, <laughs> I used to have such a nice set schedule. Like every this week, this month has I been did... miserable. Though she's like dragged. I mean, I'm accomplishing a lot of goals. I have a lot of great opportunities happening, but it's like. I just it's it's stressing me out because I am feel like I'm like on autopilot because I don't know what's really happening in my life anymore. Like I don't know if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like I low key for twenty minutes thought football was on tonight. So who even knows a day that it could have been? I don't know. I really don't know, man. Who fucking knows? You probably just tried to mentally black out that Giants disaster last night and thought there was another game happening. You know, I didn't really even waste my time for you. You shouldn't have. I was working. I'm just trying to make it. I'm going to Florida on Friday. I'm really just trying to make it. Oh, visiting old Um, friends from down there? Yep. One of my old friends from college is having a baby shower. Wait, uh, I was about to say a friend or like a friend in quotes, but a friend in quotes doesn't invite you to a baby shower. No, yeah, yeah. We still talk all the time. Yeah, but it's nice because I'm going. It's it's the first time I've traveled alone in a really long time, and I'm very excited to just like do nothing. Well, that's good for you. Unplug. Yeah, be in the sunshine. My, You know, I'm trying really hard to not be a pale princess this whole fucking winter. <laughs> and keep this little tan glow happening. <laughs> you better so, hit some fucking, some stews you know, tanning so I, you better you know, do them. But, like, my goal is to stay using the second, the second lightest emoji. <laughs> not the first. <laughs> not the <laughs> Not the first lightest. That's too pale for me. That's how I live my life normally. But I've been vacationing a lot this year and like to warm weather places. So I've got a nice like tan going. And so I just need to maintain that second. That second. To, but that is out of that's out of sync with you having like Nicole Kidman being your beauty icon. Like. But I use a lot of sunscreen on my face. Okay. But she like won't even like have the sun touch her. So I don't yeah, know. But- I, the rest of my body, I don't care. But, like, my face mm-hmm. is fine. My face okay. does not need to get tan. Usually, I try to wear, like, a, you know, like, it can be different than my body. But, like, you know, I like my So, you want your head arms. to be, like, a little blob of mayonnaise on some wheat bread. Ew, no, that's weird. <laughs> also, that sounds like a terrible sandwich. I mean, <laughs> don't talk about mayonnaise, yourself like that. <laughs> mayonnaise and wheat bread. <laughs> What? <laughs> Ew. Oh I don't even God. like mayonnaise. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I hope you have a good time goal. in Florida. <laughs> Life goals. You have to come back with a story. I mean, I probably will. Indeed, indeed. Um, What happened to me this week? <laughs> <sighs> Nothing really. I feel so like I'm a quick moment of sobriety. I feel like Uh-oh. I always tell people like, yeah, something's happening. You know, you need to like use your platform to like talk about shit and blah, blah, blah. And in some ways, this is our like platform, right? So I was 
personally bothered, and I'd like to take some time to talk about this briefly. Last, I believe it was last week or like over the weekend, there was a report that came out about the Trump administration changing the definition oh, yeah. of sex in Title IX. That's crazy, yeah. To not refer to sexual orientation or gender um, or gender presentation per se, but to simply refer to something that is mutable and assigned at birth based on your genitalia. It can only be challenged via genetic testing, which is ridiculous for, right. multiple, for multiple reasons. So the first reason is that even if you were to say it's assigned by like genitalia, like that, there's still no binary male, female. Like intersex is a thing that happens. Like people are born with like various, you know, variations of what the genitalia look like that we think. So I yeah. like that in and of itself is facially invalid. Um, the idea that it's like immutable and changes over time. I just, my problem with that too. And like, I need to admit as someone who's like worked in, like activist circles around gender issues like Mm -hmm. it is true that like sex is not gender like that is true it is true that like when people talk about sex even in those communities are talking about like male female like assigned at birth like chromosomal like there are certain languages that would like more of a biological language is used to talk about sex and gender seen as like something that's more fluid and change over time and like i think that that is a valid distinction that i don't want one thing i don't want is that in our fight to like not let you know, the stupid administration, like, erase minority communities that we, like, also, like, don't, like, we t- make, like, take back the progress we made on language. Like, I think it's important that we've separated sex and gender. Right. The problem is that we, in saying that you want to define gender this way, you're being, like, shady. And this is what I hate about all kind of Republican issues. It's like, just fucking say what you want to do. Right. Like, you don't want to just right. redefine gender uh, sex because you just think this is a better definition. You want to do it so you can discriminate against transgender people and gay people. Like, right. you do, that's what you want to do. Just say you don't think they deserve civil rights. Like, and have the debate on those merits. Don't have the debate on saying, oh, well, like, sex means this particular thing. So then da 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 da. Or, like, they have dumb questions like, well, gender isn't covered in the Constitution. So, or like, and it's just like, it, none of that matters. Like, tell me what your fucking point is you want to do. And like, let's debate that shit. Don't try and tie me down in these like very, a emotional like hyper intellectual right. arguments about process and like whatever because that's not your real motivation your motivation is religious bigotry we all know it own that fucking shit and be willing to talk right. about it and like that is what upsets me about all these things like even with religious liberty it's like on on its face i have no problem with religious liberty right. i am not a religious person right but i think you should be able to go to whatever church you want to right wherever you want to do whatever the fuck you want like that to me your is religious liberty. choice you're pro- and pro-choice <laughs> like and that also choice means you want to keep that fucking baby alive and like do do whatever you want to do with it. Like, it's not my fucking business. Like, I don't care. Right. Like, do all the things. My problem is when you say, uh-uh, my religious liberty means that I can deny you health care. Like, if you are gay and dying on my doctor's table, I can say I don't want to fucking work with you because it's against that's my That's crazy. That's insane. And, like, that's what they've advocated on the laws in certain books. Or, like, oh, um, this one, there was an article I just read about this woman who she had a miscarriage. And apparently, like, there's sometimes you get a miscarriage and it like gets like stuck in there like it doesn't naturally like come yeah, out yeah so you have to get like this pill that they also prescribe for stomach ulcers but it helps like your body like contract and like get the kind of like dead dying tissue out of your body yeah for health and safety reasons this woman had a prescription place 
at a pharmacy three and a half hours away from her house because she was good she was traumatized and dealing with this and like went to go to visit family when she goes to the pharmacy to pick it or tried to call to pick up the person from the pharmacy the guy tells her he's not going to give her the medic- medication because he doesn't want to support an abortion and it's against wow. his religion and she was like and she told him i'm not having an abortion like i had a miscarriage and he said to her i don't believe you and like wouldn't get, it was like no and then she's like walking to can't speak to another um pharmacist he wouldn't let her speak to another pharmacist she was like call corporate we got to do all this bullshit and then like i was already enraged enough when i found out like that happened on its own when yeah. i found out that that medication is also like prescribed for stomach ulcers and right. it's also prescribed to like men for stomach ulcers like yeah. if her husband had just called he wouldn't have fucking denied him like right it just it i like well the, the same thing it was a big deal when the zika virus because i worked in um i worked in a doctor's office when that whole thing happened and we saw a lot of um a lot of ambassadors mm-hmm. um so a lot of people a lot of ambassadors from south america too so when the zika virus broke out again a lot of south american countries are heavily catholic um mm. like basically your baby is being born without a brain you know what i mean like it's right. it's not well, like gonna, compressed brain. right yeah. yeah it's not gonna yeah um and it was this huge epidemic because they couldn't they couldn't the governments could not promote using contraceptives because that is against, like, heavily Catholic. Which is insane. Religion. You couldn't promote abortions because, you know what I mean? Like, basically, the only way to prevent the spread of Zika virus was basically, or to have a child born with it with severe brain deformity, even if it lived, would be to not have sex. And we all know that is, of course, the most realistic way to prevent everyone's prevent, gonna get on board with that you no know, yeah like, for sure tell this, tell this man to not stick his dick in me and that's gonna happen and again that's the importance like, of fucking separation of church and state like sure the church maybe the church shouldn't be promoting those things maybe if that's your community and you go there for guidance like maybe your priest shouldn't tell you that is an option right but like right the government should be concerned with public fucking health, health exactly. the government right. should be concerned with the fact that when those children are born the state is gonna have to find money to like take care of them and make sure they have services to like accommodate their like special needs like this is not like this is a collective issue this is not all about a personal thing and like that right. i feel like religion is very personal and it belongs in a very personal realm and right. like whatever you consider that to be it's fine and like so again like back to the main issue like with sex discrimination it's just i just really really want to have a conversation on the merits with conservatives about all these stupid fucking policy situations because I'm tired of having these like back ass like oh it's not about this it's about process like oh it really doesn't matter like about this it's just like uh like I don't fucking like I was reading an article by Kevin Williamson on National Re- National Review the other day about like originalism in the Constitution or whatever and I mean in uh in Supreme Court justice and he was saying like oh well you know um the way in which like liberal activist judges like they would have decided that brown v board of education was like a good thing and like and i was like well i mean it like it was a good thing and he literally said literally said this thing is like it's not that it was a good or bad thing it's about the fact that the like the judges did not have the right to impose it on the states what should have happened what we should have did was wait 
for people in Southern states to convince the hearts and minds of like white people in the South who are racist to find the humanity in black folks. And then that would have led to changes more. They still don't have that. So we would they still don't waiting. fucking have that shit. Would have still had, and he was like, yeah, we would have, there would have been more generations of black suffering, but like it, like my, like my, my job or like the job of the like Supreme Court justice is not to think about suffering. It's just to think about process. And like, if your politics is about process over the fucking lives of people, I have nothing to say to you. That's nothing, crazy. Nothing to say to you. So you're so, fine with people dying to yeah, it's just like what like the this fuck? change that may not even happen. That's with like, the abortion thing. You're fine with mothers. That's dying ridiculous. From like at, it complications of childbirth for you to say that you stood up for some fucking moral principle. But that... I'm also interested to see how they feel about like ectopic pregnancies because those are pregnancies where the egg is fertilized, but it doesn't even travel. It gets stuck in the fallopian tube and doesn't travel to the uterus to basically get implanted and grow into a baby. But technically, it's a fertilized egg, but because it gets stuck in the fallopian tube, and the fallopian tube is only, like, a couple, like, the the diameter of, like, a hair strand or two, um, basically, when the fertilized, the cells start to grow because it's a fertilized, it's fertilized, like, the egg is fertilized, it is, you know, with the sperm, like, it is developing into a child, it basically ruptures the fallopian tube, and a woman can, like, bleed out and die because... I mean, I think, you know what I, I mean? Like, think, I think had the answer to that question. I mean, that question, I don't think the answer is a good answer. But according um, to their definition, it would be like, okay, but wouldn't that technically be an abortion? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, according to def- just like that woman. So everyone said, just dies. Right <laughs> yeah. I just need these pills to help me have a safe miscarriage. And he said, no. I don't support abortion. So, like, if your principles come before the health of an individual, like, some, like, I, 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 I don't. I don't know. At the end of the day, just fucking tell me what you fucking need. Tell really me think it's that like, like you want trans people to have no rights, and we can debate also, that shit. I, just, I feel like it's so crazy though that I don't understand how. Again, it, like I just, how can you just not be empathetic to other people? It really blows my mind how, you know, you can't imagine your brother sister son daughter going through these things and you're still going to say to their face no I'd rather you die I'd rather you know what I mean like I'd rather you not have rights I'd rather you like I'd rather you suffer you would not like I feel like these people wouldn't be making these decisions I mean and that's the thing right we see it time and time again when they talk about shit like oh I voted for Trump and I want all the illegals gone and deport them all and then they find out you know their son's they're best friend right. Juan from the local wrestling team's getting deported and they're like, Oh, what happened? Oh, right. I love Juan. I don't know. You're fucking dumbass. Made a thing. fucking fundraiser like, to save him. Like, no, it's exactly. too late. Like, so I mean, and I think on top of that, like I just yeah, it's just a fucking like mess. And I I, I hate that argument about like, oh, just because I know someone, like, or I've been seeing like that should be my connection to being why it's okay. Like, what happened to just minding your own fucking business? Like but some I, shit oh, just like, isn't your goddamn business. Like I don't care who you're fucking. Right, but I don't like, care what your gender identity is. I don't care what bathroom you go to. Like, are you gonna touch me? In the, like, right? No. If, like, it bothers me, which you do. I just won't talk to. You. If I don't like you, I'm just not gonna fuck with you. It's very simple. Like, I don't have to. I don't have to affect your living situation. I don't have to affect your job. I don't have to affect your income. I don't have to affect who you're fucking at night. I don't have to affect your children i don't have to affect any part of your life because i don't like you you know what i mean like right if i don't get along with you i just simply mind my own fucking business and don't talk to you like it's very easy to do you know what exactly. i mean like 
I'm not religious. You don't hear me talking about some burn down the fucking churches and nobody right. ever better say anything about God in my ever again. Like, no, like, do you? That's not my thing. I wish you wouldn't impose that on me or like make right. that like make sure that your worldview is the one that dominates everything else. But like beyond that, do you religious liberty the it the fuck up? But like, <laughs> come on, like we live in a society you have to live with people, and like that requires you to like put some of your own shit on the back burner. Like, do that. Like, just do that. I mean, Please. but that kind of, we can tie this back to football, too, because it's kind of, like, with the whole Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick thing, like, instead of just being so enraged and only seeing your point of view, like, he actually sat down and met with veterans to fully understand how his actions were helping everyone, or affecting everyone, you know what I mean? He, like, right. took an empathetic way, like, he, you know, he thought that kneeling was the most respectful way to do that. And so everyone just got all like, like all this outrage and all this craziness when you don't even for five seconds think about why he's doing it. You know what I mean? If you or just, just don't a, care. Like you literally care, are saying like, I about care it. more you know about I mean? this piece of cloth waving in the air than I do about people being shot and killed in the street. Like that's literally right. what this whole thing is about. And like, if you're just willing to jump past all of that, because you think that this is disrespecting the flag when, like, the fucking U.S. flag code says everything that we do with the flag in football is disrespecting the fucking flag. Like, you're having selective outrage. You're being a fucking asshole. We you're know what the real issue is. You're mad because one person or a couple, like, outlets in the media or political figures are telling you to be mad. Like, right. Or you saw a couple Facebook memes posted around that are right. usually incorrect and not fact-checked and like outdated or whatever social media is always part of the problem like, like it's real. crazy i told you my mom just recently got into like oh my god place, like, she's about to go down the fucking rabbit day. hole number one Susie is not ready like Susie's not ready she's five years late like, it's <laughs> fine it's fine i told her to just stop like it's not even it's not worth it mom just let's not no political debates on facebook oh my it's not worth it so funny anyway yeah, let's transition back to football. Um, so what's your game of the week? Um, I was, you know, I had a personal request to um, from a fan, a.k.a. Sam Boone. To- hey, Big Daddy Boone. <laughs> what? I called him Big Daddy, De- Big Daddy Boone. His name will yeah. persist. It's going to be, uh, I'm not letting you go. I'm going to have to check with his, uh, his woman, if that's appropriate. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what she thinks. I love her, though. I might love her too. <laughs> but again, this is my podcast. I will also I'm never refer to him as that. So yeah, it's fine. Anyways, again. what does Sam say? Um, you know, I it also kind of ties into my team's game. Like this is doink number one of the weekend. Um basically the Ravens lost or they were trying to tie it and he missed the extra point. The Yo, first he time they're shook, shook to his core. He's never missed an extra point in his whole career. Two hundred twenty-two, right? Out of two hundred twenty-three, is now his rank. That's insane. The doink. I mean, that doink was kind of entertaining. I much preferred the doink that happened in the Redskins Dallas game. That one was like superior to me. But you didn't get that reaction though. Justin Tucker's reaction. Was oh, ridiculous. my! The reaction in my living room was just, just <laughs> <laughs> if not <laughs> better. <laughs> Fair enough. Too I had I had, a, I had a jumping up and down screaming reaction when that doinked. Like that was the doink heard around the world or around Landover. Who knows? But yeah, um, so it's just basically um 
Uh, so I did have family over on Sunday, and my cousin is a Ravens fan, so I sw- we were switching between the Ravens and the Redskins before I just started watching the Redskins game on my phone while they had the Ravens game on the TV. So I got to see a bunch of them, or both games, basically. Um, you know, it's it. I I feel for for them because all too often I feel like the Redskins are on the are on the losing end of that like I am the team that get that that doinks it you know what I mean I am the team that like is just the worst fucking luck the worst things happen I but, know so the, so the, the field goal was to take field. it to overtime right it wasn't to win yes okay no it was just overtime but like you know I just I I, I feel for them I've been there before um, they have lost five consecutive games decided by three points or fewer. So they just basically like can't just. Sounds like the Browns. Did it? I mean, they did lose to the Browns. <laughs> 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 this wasn't supposed to be this shady. <laughs> I promise. Hi, I, re- I really am trying. <laughs> it's Ricky's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least Drew Brees and Judah the Ravens what he did to your fucking squad. I know, I know, I know. And I mean, and I, you know, Drew Brees is now my new enemy. So I was kind of, I was hoping the Ravens would win. Um, although now Drew Brees, with them defeating the Ravens, Drew Brees has now defeated every single team in the NFL. I know, which is so annoying. They're like, was annoying. They're like, nobody is. I was like, what do you mean nobody's done this? Tom Brady's had to have done this. I was like, oh shit. It's always no. been on New England. No, he'll never break that record. No, I know. Isn't that? It's just, I'm like, I'm over Drew Brees breaking records. Like, I'm over it. I'm just a little irritated. I was over it three weeks ago, and now I'm literally, I'm really. When I over get it. upset, I just rub my ears and say, like, Woosah while thinking that just knowing Patrick Mahomes or Todd Gurley are going to be the MVP and no one's going to fucking care about Drew Brees after this season. Like, oh. Yeah, but he's literally breaking a new record every game. And I'm getting irritated. Yeah. But, yeah, they blew, it, blew a lead, 17-7, fourth quarter lead. That's stressful. But, yeah, I mean, it's Drew Brees, so, you know, I don't know what anyone expected because everyone's sucking Drew Brees' dick this year. I mean, it's fine. He's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But I mean, I was sucking it before this year, but now everyone else is on it. There's, I just feel like there's no room for me, there's and now I'm room. off of it. Yeah, so. Well, I was before. Like, I was happy to admit how great he was before their little fucking Super Bowl wannabe celebration. A- after the fucking. After. Before the Monday second night. quarter was over. <laughs> like a 10-minute party in the fucking field like <laughs> that I wasn't invited to. So now, fuck your breeze forever. <laughs> Oh, That's all. We can end my end my game Fair summary enough. now. Fair enough. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I don't have a game this week, but I did. Forever, you know, the salty. deadline's approaching, so I wanted to talk about some of the trades that have happened this week and just kind of get. You mean how fucking thoughts? Gruden traded away the whole fucking Raiders? Team. I mean, we're gonna get into that, but yeah, let's start with this. So he, had, so Amari Cooper was traded to um, the Dallas. Dallas Cowboys for a first round pick. How do you feel about that? As I'm a, happy as it happens after we beat them once. Okay. Do you think that he's gonna like show up? Um, I think that he will. I think that he will help their offense. I mean, I don't. I can't. I don't know if he's gonna show up the way everyone expects him to because uh, Dak is not that good. Like Dak is not as amazing as everyone thinks he is. Yeah. He's also super inconsistent. So I. I mean, again, your wide receivers can only be as as good as like your quarterback and how they place the ball, how they throw the ball. Like, and Dak is just not that. So, 
Also, Jay, Jason Garrett's play calling is pussy. Like, yeah, Jason Garrett needs. He to, is like, like a limp, flaccid dick. Like he, he is so unexpected. Exactly. Like, yes. I don't know what he's a small limp, flaccid dick. Yeah, there's some, like, you know, if it's swinging, you can get me with a swinging. But if it's just kind of perched there, a thin one, too, like if it's sitting on top one. of the balls because it's so tiny, you can't like move around a the ball. A thin like, little noodle dick. Like, yeah, I don't want any of that. Mm-mm. That's like Jason. Al Garrett. dente spaghetti. That's what he is. <laughs> But like you had to break it into like a like break one spaghetti noodle into four. And yeah, then it's the like one little cute. piece. Yeah, it's not cute. It's nasty. I don't know what. It's like boring to watch. You know what I mean? Indeed. And yes. And you, how do you have Zeke, who is like I think he's still top five rush, one of the top five rushers in the NFL, and you're it's boring to watch. Like that's yeah. crazy to me. They don't. They just want him to like plow through everyone. It's like I need you to give me some schemes, get him open, let him break some 30, 35 I think he's yard gonna get runs. Fired. Like, I really do. Oh yeah. I I, I don't I, think he's gonna make it. I don't think he'll make it. Maybe me. I don't. Yeah, I don't think if they if they don't have a winning season this year, which I can easily see them not having a winning season, I could see Jason Garrett being out. But do you think that? What do you? How do you feel about the the Gruden rebuild? Like, I honestly I think, think that if I got a ten year contract somewhere, I would want to start from fresh and have it like begin now too. Like, I'm here for a while. Let me just get the team that I want around me. And if people aren't stepping up or doing the way performing the way I want them to be, they got to go. Um, I think that if you were going to do that, this is probably the best situation. Like, the team is in a new city, so you're going to try and do a new thing. However, uh, I I mean, it's great that you're potentially going to have all of the first round draft picks. Like, it's, I get that that's whatever, so like, you're going to yeah. have a million, um, However, well, the thing is, too, it frees them up for to make some good free agent signings that he likes. And then you have a bunch of people in rookie contracts, right. skill positions. Like, this but, can work. Like, people but are how many? But my thing is that how many times do rookies translate well into the NFL? And I just think that a lot of times um, the transition from college to pro, you need time and you need people to teach you. And I just think two years is a really quick turnaround to, like, I, I just like I just I feel like he doesn't have enough time to do th- to do this. You know he has what I mean? A ten year contract. Oh, ten. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, you're right. But he has plenty of time. He's not going to last ten years. There's no way. He won't. I, I mean, think I might got be at least my, six. He might be eating my fucking words, but like, I just, I just don't. I don't know. Again, he might put like the meme I sent you. He might be like Thanosing it right now, but like, I just, it's risky, man. It's risky, but it's risky. It's risky. I mean, but the way I see it is, you're getting rid of people who are gonna be expensive. Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, good, but it, well, I don't know about Amari Cooper. I'm on the fence about, but expensive. You all you need to really do is hit on like one or two of these first round draft picks. Sign some like key free agents that you really like because you think can make an impact and like are willing to be bought into your culture and not holdovers. And like you'll have a competitive team off just that. Then you start accumulating that shit over years. Like those rookies start to develop. Like I, I mean, I'm a big fan so of like rebuilds. So it's, it's a lot of ifs, but all of it's ifs. I mean, they could have kept Khalil Mack and he got a fucking, you know, broke his spine. Like who knows? It, that's easily could happen. Three first round picks. I just, but like, I don't know. I don't know the exact stats on it, but I feel like having the better players, especially quarterbacks, than not even in the first round. Like, 
Brady yeah. wasn't in the first. Yeah, round. I think you know I think I mean? that's like, mainly, I think that's a big quarterback thing. I feel like often the skill position players are like good. Um, like I haven't heard about like running back that was picked in the first round that busted. Right, like not that I can recall. Um, I don't really follow the draft that much, anyways. But I know I mean either because again, I just feel like why am I going to get excited when you? I don't. I get excited for the first round. Like I, I like to see who we pick and I like watch them. Like I watched Sony Michelle and I'm like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I don't, I don't know if I have a really good reason for liking it. I just, I don't like it. I like it. Well, we'll see. Well, let, let's watch this play out. And I don't check like back it. In. I hope Gruden suffers and dies. Like I don't like it. Do I like him? I mean, well, I also don't like how he did not play Marshawn Lynch on the goal line again. So I just like really honestly question his decision making <laughs> skills. If anyone sees Marshawn there immediately on your shit list, so. why would it? But why wouldn't you play Marshawn Lynch in a goal line fucking potential score? Why? He is a tank. He is a tank. <laughs> he is a fucking tank, and that's why they lost. Like you saw what happened when you don't and. There's a, there's an example. It really is in front of your face. Why do you think you know better? Like I just don't understand. True. But I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen to Marshawn. I feel like he's gonna not, he won't be there either. Do you think Derek Carr is gonna be traded? Yes. I, I don't think he'll. I don't think anyone will be left. I really don't <laughs> think anyone will be there. Like you're gonna show up day one of like in one week and just be like, oh great, this office is so empty, so clear. I love it. Like, people are going to be drafting for fantasy. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, who the <laughs> fuck is this person? So, just... in addition to those that Oakland stuff, Eli Apple is traded from New York Giants to the Saints for a fourth and a seventh round pick. I feel like the Giants are playing the long game now, too. Like, they yeah. realize they're going to suck, so they're just trying to get as many draft picks. It's they're literally they're going to suck thing. when you have Odell, Saquon Barkley, Sterling fucking Shepard, and every Eagles are balling out. I, mean, like, do I don't you understand how you have so, so that... much skill around you and you just left this rotten core of your team, Eli Manning, like bring it all down. They also don't have an offensive line at they all. They don't. Like, Eli they is don't. way too old to be to have three seconds to throw the ball. And Nate Soldier <laughs> would did not work out for them. It's literally like hike sack. Like <laughs> three seconds. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three on the ground. Yeah. Like that's yeah. it. Like I mean that's Eli, true. Eli can't even, and I'm trying to like be a double, you know, like devil's advocate. Like he doesn't even have time. <laughs> but look, here's the thing: he look, sucks. Matt Ryan's fucking offensive line sucked too. They were both getting having like mere minute, like you know, moments to throw the ball down the field. Like, and Matt Ryan has still managed to have a decent season. Yeah. Like, so I don't. And Matt Ryan's also not young, so I don't know if that's an excuse, really. Um, I mean, it's difficult, but I think you have enough weapons that you should be able to make that shit happen. Oh, definitely. And, like, but... when you do shit, like, try and run, like, ram two quarterback sneaks in with a, basically a minute left on the clock. And that was, that all was of your reckless. Time it was embarrassing and reckless. And, like, this is what you call, like, fucking leadership. You're like, get around me, get around Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. I really think that he is dragging the team down a lot more than people want to admit because of Eli Manning. And it angers me because I can just imagine Colin Kaepernick. Um, on that team yeah. and doing so much better. Yeah. Like, it will be an, an immediate improvement. Immediate improvement. No question. And, yeah, but we'll see. I don't I don't, I don't. think he'll make it past this year. I think this is last year. Has to be, right? Has to be. 
Jesus Christ. I mean, I feel like Green Bay stuck with Brett Favre for a really long time, and then he even got traded to the Vikings, so you never fucking know for real. You honestly never know. I mean, I guess. Um, last thing on this list, Patrick Peterson, cornerback from Arizona Cardinals, was talking about he, wanted, he wants to get traded desperately. I would, too, if I was on that fucking squad. Uh, the Cardinals said they're not trading him. Patriots interested. I'd be super happy with that. So the Vikings... Uh-huh. Um, and also Le'Veon Bell is apparently not coming back until after the trade deadline. Yeah, and I don't understand what's going on with him. I don't know. Like, I'm really genuinely confused, and I I'm like so I'm tired confused. of. I thought like I'm ready to stop talking about it and like let's move on. I feel like he's been mentioned in literally every podcast since we've started. This is what episode ten. Like this is ridiculous. Well, here's we the thing: he's on my fantasy team, and I feel like I'm mourning. <laughs> No, you risked it all. I, I didn't even risk it all. I fucking drafted David Johnson, who was playing like shit and is still playing like yeah. shit. So do I really risk? Do I really regret this? Not that much. But I traded um, David Johnson after like week two or three. I traded David Johnson and Demarius Thomas for T.Y. Hilton and Le'Veon Bell, which on paper, like, sounds good for me. And like, I had enough like my wide receiver core stacks like I had enough points to like carry me over when I thought that Le'Veon Bell would be out until week four or five which is like oh two two three weeks I can handle that we're on fucking week what seven now eight like I'm not like so yeah I just had a two-game losing streak um and I was expecting him to come back after the bye I tried to chase him yeah didn't work out so I think he's always on my mind because I'm always waiting for him to come back but um I just also want to note that I feel like waiting to come back to after trade line if that trade deadline if that's true i don't there's literally no trust between that organization and the player and like there's no way that it extends beyond this year no way like yeah if the the owner came out and said we don't want to trade you and you still were like eh, those motherfuckers lying and they'll come back to after the deadline like that's that's wild it's wild and on that note on what has been the longest introductory segment that we've right. had ever <laughs> um we're gonna take a break get some more alcohol, and then we're going to come back with team check-ins. Team check-ins. What's up? We're back. We're back. So what's going on in uh, Landover these days? I mean, everybody knows that we won. Cowboys. Um, you know, I mean, it really doesn't deserve claps for y'all. <laughs> exciting, and a lot of people were very hyped because um, they beat us the past four ma- um, times we met. Um, and we've also had lost the last five times we played them at home. Um, and it's also really good for us. Like this, like puts us. I think now we're further ahead. Um, we're, oh, and we're definitely further ahead. Um, we the division. But, I mean, we still are – sorry, defense up again. Our defense was amazing. Um, they really did. Um, like, Kerrigan uh, was really amazing like, as a pass rusher. Uh, they got to Dak. Um, Josh Norman did well. They had a defensive, I believe, fumble recovery, and they scored a touchdown. Like, defensively, we were awesome, but we still are – we still have not scored a touchdown in the second half this entire season, which is stressful. Um, mm. I'm really uh, – the play calling is really still questionable. I just don't 
you know, at this point, like, I feel like you just need to give up on the receivers. Like, I don't think you need to try. Like, I don't know why they're trying so hard to get them involved in the game. Like, I understand every once in a while, but, like, the constant. And your only solution is to what? Just, like, run away Adrian Peterson not the long? But Adrian Peterson had an amazing game. But I then mean, also you have the two tight end options. So I just – if Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson is, is running through their defense, I just don't understand why you keep trying. You know, like, I just – You got to make sure they're not stacking the box. So you got to kind of get them thinking that yeah, something's going to happen on the outside. But you have George Reed running called, Davis. But yeah. there are times where he called three, like, plays in a row. Yeah like two receivers and I don't understand especially because Jordan Reed is amazing and also Vernon Davis and Alex Smith have such good chemistry because they have played before together so it's just kind of like I'm just I don't know anyway but again Gruden's play calling has kind of been questionable all season however I did find out some information that makes like I don't need Jay Gruden to get me to love him now like I'm not interested in it um but I love this little petty, shady bullshit. I live for this shit. Um, so we all know that, you know, we won because Dallas joined yes. tying yep. field goal, right? So if you were watching it, basically when they went to kick the first field goal, or when they went to kick it the first time, it looked like there was an offside. But... Yep. They, uh, they called the Ladusier, I believe, um, uh, because they, he moved the ball. So basically, it wasn't offside. It was on Dallas. So that moved them back. Yeah. And re-kick, which dinked it, right? And one of the commentators were like, oh, that kick would have, within five more yards, would have went right through. And yeah. So, um, their long snapper, Ladusier, on Dallas he has a habit of adjusting the ball before he snaps it which technically a lot of people have said that like that's normal and it happens but technically you're not supposed to move the ball because then you know it can um, cause the defense to be offside you know what I mean right how so allegedly um, Washington special teams coach noticed during their preparation for the game the Ladusier moves the ball almost every single time when he's holding it. And that could be considered a penalty. So Werder, our um, special teams coach, told Gruden allegedly, who allegedly alerted game officials and encouraged them to watch for it. <laughs> so who knows if – so if, if you told the officials – This is like he, Dallas Redskins version of Deflategate or something. I love it. <laughs> I love it because if you told the officials to watch for it, then you definitely told your special teams to watch for it. You know what I mean? You definitely told them to like, if you see that ball move, you better fucking jump seven feet across that fucking line. (laughs) Seven fucking feet. Like, you know what I mean? Because it was a significant offense offside or what appeared to be offside. There were multiple people that jumped. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, again, I personally, I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think it's I think it's just again like if you notice that from tape and like you can use that in your favor why not And um, I don't have sympathy for the Cowboys because like they literally deserve to lose that game It's right. not like they outplayed y'all and oh, they happened didn't. to lose on you know a we missed did, field goal yeah. like 
you were outplayed by the Redskins yeah, the first half, and then the Redskins stalled, and you could uh, not keep we it together. We stalled in the red zone a million times. Like, yeah. it's very stressful. We just need, I don't understand the issue. Um, I don't understand the play calling. However, like, they're lucky that they were even able to tie it, and they still fucked up, and they deserve to lose. They always deserve to lose. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to be <laughs> nice about them. What happens? I'm really failing at this bet this year. I'm literally supposed to be saying nice there things. There are other realms that, where you can live out that bet besides. Maybe, yeah. Christmas. Maybe not this week. Yes. So, who do you guys have next week? The Giants. Uh, oh, yeah. We're having, you know, Kyle on. The Ginger Ninja. Ginger Ninja. Yeah. Ginja. Ninja. Ninja. Right? Yes. That's Ginja. <laughs> Big Giants fan. Yeah, I'm really to harass him about Eli, so it'll be really exciting. Are you worried? Um, I'm less worried about the Giants than I was about the Cowboys, but again, the same thing in the division. Like, they can always just pop back up and... Do you think y'all can hold um, Barkley the same way you held Zeke? I do. If we held Zeke to 33 yards, I'm really not bothered. Okay. I mean, again, not a... <laughs> Every every given Sunday, whatever, however. Yeah, again, we held Zeke to 33 yards. I mean, also, Eli's going to fuck something up. So that'll give you at least Our one defense chance. really showed up the past two games. Like, I don't know what happened. Maybe they needed to get embarrassed by the Saints. But, like. I mean, and the um, yeah. Giants O-line is much worse than Dallas O-line. So you're going to get Way worse. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for Josh Norman to get some more interceptions. Like, he's also been showing up. Like, you know, I'm. I am cautiously optimistic. I don't think you're ever, this is probably the most optimistic you're ever going to hear me be, to be, to be honest. That's good. And then watch him lose. But let's that's relish, fine. let's relish his moment. No, it and, stresses me out. And await a nice conversation with the white folks next week. <laughs> your, what, your nice conversation with the white folks, with us? And, I mean, yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen, yes. Um, so my team this week, we played the Chicago Bears, and I just want to start out by saying the fucking Bears were legit. Um, I, my friend Adam was like, oh, I want to, want to watch a game this week, uh, but I feel like, you know, the Pikes game is going to be a blowout. Who should I watch? And I was like, I don't think it's going to be, like, that yeah. defense is legit, and yeah. that offense is explosive. Like, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, and it wasn't a fucking blowout. Um... So one of the stats they said on the broadcast that I just blew my fucking mind. They have 58 points off of turnovers this season. Oh, wow. Like, and they've already had a bye week. Like, that's this season. I don't understand. Like, it's insane. That defense is insane. Um, Mitchell Trubisky has been playing balls to the fucking wall the last couple weeks. He yeah. ran those touchdowns, and, like, we could not stop him. Like, we couldn't. Like, we had no answers for him. We could not keep him in the pocket. We could not like get like catch up with him on runs like he was doing what he wanted it's just because we have fucking tom brady in the offense that can put up points until the cows come home that we won that game <laughs> um and also we have some good special teams play too fucking Cordero yeah. patterson came through with that 95 yard punt, uh, punt return it was a kickoff return i think one of them um and then we had dante hightower make an impact this week again with that punt block which was just Ooh. perfect textbook like I yes, I loved watching that. I might have rewound it a couple times. Um, <laughs> thing. It was it was it was impressive. Um so yeah, special teams really showed up, although they you know we did have a muff punt earlier. So there was we were not at, on all cylinders we could have been, but I still liked what I saw from the Bears in that game. Yeah. Um in terms of 
Other news from that, there was an ugly hit on Sony Michelle. He hurt his knee. I was worried because he came into this. The, he missed a lot of the offseason stuff because of a knee injury. And the way his knee was twisted on this thing, I really thought it was going to be like a seat, like multiple week season out thing. They say it's just a sprained MCL and he should be back. Um, it's like a week to week thing. He shouldn't be out too long, but I am worried about that long term. Yeah. He's back too soon. Um, so you also yeah. You kind of just accepted him for real. What? You just recently accepted and him. And I just recently accepted him. Like, I, you know, I had to come around to what was going on. Look, here's the thing. I don't, I'm not a homer, right? Like, I'm not going to say, oh, you're a pat, you're a patriot. So, like, I, you're just, you know, the sunshine out of your fucking asshole. Like, I need to see you produce. And he wasn't producing those first couple weeks, whether it had been, you know, we, other phases of the game weren't working that didn't allow him to produce. But he also wasn't catching passes. Still hasn't really shown me what he can do in that, you know, zone of the game. So, yeah, I'm on, I'm on board now. But I'm just, I can't do the whole, like, getting behind my man just because, like, you're on my squad. Like, yeah. Show me what the fuck is going on. Speaking of which, this might have been the week that I turned it around on Josh Gordon. And he had a 100-yard game. Um, when it, it was really mostly because of one big a big play. But it wasn't even that play that turned around. It was seeing him jump up, snatch that ball out of the air, and come down <laughs> and lose his fucking helmet. Like, like, that was fucking intense. And he just got up and was like, right up I just saw that, like, like, that's a go-getter. Like, that's only going to, like, make the fucking play for you. Don't worry. I have that combo screenshot saved. It will be, <laughs> it will be released when the time is right. So, yeah, like, I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah. Like, I was sitting, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, Joshua is doing something today. So, I I feel like the, the tables are turning for me on on him. Um, I still saw Chris Hogan show up, though. So, don't give me that fucking Chris Hogan's not important to the offense anymore because Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman are there. And and I still don't think that Josh Gordon did enough for what he could have done with Gronk being out, to be quite honest. Yeah. So yeah, I'm grow it's growing on me, but I'm still not like, oh man, flash, gotta get a number 10 jersey. Like that's not me yet. So yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get there. <laughs> uh and then next week we have the Bills, not fucking worried at all. Could not be less worried. Are you worried because you weren't worried about the Lions? Um, no, because, like, I wasn't worried about the Lions because I had faith in my team, not, like, because I thought yeah. the Lions were, like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about the Bills because I have faith in my team, and also the Bills are fucking bad. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I, no, I'm not worried. And, again, Matt Patricia, like, knows us. I think I really discounted that fact going into that game. Yeah. And, I'm again, I'm not worried. So, I'm prepared to eat crow if we do lose, but... I mean, we, yeah, I just don't see it happening. So that's it for team check-ins. Yeah. Uh, take a quick break. We're going to come back with, a, get into some of the, the drama from the games this weekend and close out the show. All right. Okay, welcome back. We're back. We're back. All right. So the encroachment topic this week is for all those of you who didn't know, um, Eric Reed and Carolina Panthers beat the Philadelphia Eagles and Matthew Jenkins this past Sunday. And during that, during the beginning of that game, apparently Eric Reed tried to approach 
Malcolm Jenkins during warm-ups and was, like, trying to call him out. Then they had, like, you know, players pulled them aside. Then they had the old captains come to the middle of the field to do the, you know, coin toss thing. And then Eric B came over there again and tried to come at him. And um, this whole beef is essentially rooted in this, the idea that, well, the fact that when the national anthem things first started, Eric Reed was one of the first players to kneel alongside Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. um, you know, in protest of police violence. And when it became this kind of, when the league started paying attention, people want to kind of get a resolution for them and meet with the players. Malcolm Jenkins formed this quote unquote players coalition, which took 80, but 89, $90 million from the owners, yeah. to, like for a social justice fund. And they kind of was like, that's it. Yeah. And Eric Reed's like, yeah, y'all are fucking sellouts because not only did you just take their money and run, the money, which I found out while looking into this, because I didn't know this at first, the money that the owners gave them was not money that was like new money. This was money they were already spending on salute to service in um, breast right. cancer stuff. So, like, you weren't even, there was literally no skin off your back. Like, it's like, oh, just move a couple things around. It's like pure PR. Like, it's pure bullshit. Yeah. And um, on top of that, like, they kind of didn't really stand up for the dude who like started the whole movement so they just kind of co-opted the movement for their own and then settled for this like watered down version of resolution right, right. so i'm 100 here for him calling him out i loved it i, was like, I yeah, think like, so too i loved it i just feel like um you know As much as many times as there's kind of like jawing or back and forth on the field or actual like someone punching each other, you know what I mean? And it's just like trash talk of the game. I kind of like that it was for like a reason, a real life reason. You know what I mean? I just right. It's I, not some I, dumbass macho shit. It's like no, like you really. Yeah. Like, this is a real issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also just. I was never, I was really always a little disappointed with Malcolm Jenkins, and I really thought he did kind of make it as like a PR yeah. thing and like try to boost his own brand like he handled it. Um, I think that you can see that, you know, Eric Reed has came to the Carolina Panthers, has contributed, has yeah. continued to kneel. It has not been an issue. That's very distracting. Like everything that like people are making it out to be, it's not, right? And right. Like, so, what annoys me is that, so they asked kind of Malcolm Jenkins about it. He's like, oh, you know, I love my brother, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to come at another black dude. Like, just trying to make it, like, I'm above all this. When, like, you're really, again, just, like, playing to this, like, honestly, like, white respectability audience, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you just, like, you did, like, you did fucking sell it. You're not, you didn't own you it. You did. That didn't do anything. And the players, co- well, you talked about how the players coalition thingy was literally just taken away to appease, I feel like, non-hardcore people of, like, the actual movement. You know what I mean? It oh, absolutely. It really actually didn't do anything, so. It, absolutely. And part of the yeah. whole thing was, like, they were saying, like, oh, the owners didn't br- tell us we get money to stop to stop kneeling. Like, we just stopped kneeling because we felt it wasn't. But they did. I mean, some did, Jerry. I mean, some <laughs> some didn't. Well, some of them, the ones who were still kneeling also kind of vocally broke off from the, you know, Players yeah. Coalition. Like, Eric Reed is not part of the Players Coalition after that happened. Um, Kenny Stills is doing his own thing in Miami. So I, I also just want to address that whole idea of, like, oh, it just, it was causing more, like, it was unpopular and blah, 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 blah. News fucking flash. Anyone who doesn't know, to anyone who really just gets all their news about, you know, political movements and like civil rights movements from this like whitewashed, 
like version that you're told in elementary school where like everyone loved Martin Luther King and everyone was yeah. sad he was dead. Martin Luther King was fucking assassinated. What right. he was doing was not popular at the time. Right. If you look at polls in the news about the boycotts, about anything related to Martin Luther King, about Rosa Parks, like all that shit was seen as people, like black people getting out of their fucking place, right. being rowdy, being disrespectful, doing whatever the same fucking bullshit they're saying now. And like to look back on it and pretend that we were all okay with it. Like it, this is why we're stuck in this situation now because people are like, oh, it's unpopular, so I gotta stop. No, it's unpopular, so you keep fucking doing it. Right. Piss them off. Like, make them see what's going on. Like, that is that is the whole point of protest. Protest is supposed to be inconvenient. If it's not inconvenient, if it's not making you force the truth yeah. or be uncomfortable, then what the fuck are you doing except playing PR, which is exactly what Michael Jenkins is doing. And PR is not gonna fucking get you anything. Period. At least not nothing that's actually worth fighting for. Yeah. $90 million. The fucking players could have pulled together and pulled out $90 million of their fucking ass. Right. Like, that's nothing. 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 I'm sure if you took the amount of money the players were already spending on their own, it was totaling over that anyways. Like, it was literally nothing. And it was so nothing to even the owners that they couldn't even be bothered to, like, find a new stream of fucking. It's like, oh, nothing. Like, come on, you really just fuck. Like, that pissed me, that pissed me off. And, like, to see people held, like, held him as a leader, like, a leader in the back of me, it's like, you can't be a leader if you don't know your fucking history. If you just say some dumbass, ignorant shit, like, oh, it was time to move on because it was unpopular, like, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's very similar to, to, like, them not even showing the anthem. They're not televising the anthem, anthem anymore. So it kind of is along the lines of like if the problem is not seen or heard then it doesn't exist you know what I mean and I feel like that's kind of what that deal with like the owners and the players or the players coalition was where it's like okay so we're gonna give you this money and so now we won't have to see anyone protest protesting anymore so like no one will talk about it and we don't have to deal with this you know right basically because you're still not having cap is still not on a team like even though we can literally we can look I can look and see teams that would immediately benefit from having on their squad. Right. There is literally no reason why this man does not have a job besides right. fight for old ass white men in like PR. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's no reason Eli Manning is starting on the fucking Giants. There's no reason Josh Rosen is not ready to start on the Arizona Cardinals. Blake Bortles is ruining the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. They cannot do it. Like, I can that could the Jacksonville Jaguars with a really competent quarterback, not even just not even a good quarterback, a competent quarterback. Well, I mean, even like, Flacco is having a surprisingly on. successful this season, but you know, season. But I would still like, be an even in the off season. Yeah. yeah, everyone was talking about how, like, I think that the Ravens were even actually interested in him. You know, they were and so, that was so I was because I was again living in Baltimore at the time, and like I was just like, damn, like that would feel like such a good fit for like this city, yeah. for this culture, like yeah, for like the fact that you just drafted Lamar Jackson, who's like more in the well, style of Colin Kaepernick than he is in of Jake yeah, Joe Flacco. They like riots so like four or five years ago. Like you know what I mean? I feel like that tied really closely into it did. And it's just like like, come, like have some fucking courage. And it's not even courage. This is literally a good business decision. You're going to win more games. But it means you're going to point, make more money. At this point do you even think that Cap would even play? I mean, he said he wants to play. Yeah. I would hope he wants to play. And I also think that if he didn't want to play, like, that, like you can't really have, like, I guess you can have a collusion case against NFL if you don't want to play, but 
it would just feed into the wrong narrative, I think, if he right. wasn't prepared to play. Right. Um, so I hope he is. That's definitely up to him. Well, I mean, like, I he just, can do what he wants I do to do. Feel like, but... I feel like there's, like, a tipping point of the scale where... Where him playing may not be as important as what he's doing. You know what I mean? But don't you think that if he was playing, he would get his platform would continue to just grow and he'd be able to do more things? I like mean, I just depends. don't see the downside think, of playing, I guess, is what I don't see I the think, downside. I think he would have to be very careful because I think by playing he would basically be inviting himself back into uh, organization that is very controlling and manipulative and out for their rich ass white owners, you know. But I mean, I mean, we've seen with how the the Panthers have handled Eric Reed and with well, how, yeah, like, absolutely, Dallas, absolutely. Like, I'm there's just room saying, for players I, to yeah, still do I just, that. I just think that it would be, it would be not that he would have to watch out. That's not that's the wrong word. Like just that the NFL itself is against yes. the values that he is absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I just don't think it would be like this smooth, like happy ending. You know what I mean? I definitely think there would be ways, like subliminally definitely, maybe even ones that are more aware to the public of him being controlled or limited or, you know, I, I don't think that there that in two thousand eighteen the NFL is gonna be like, Yeah, come back, join a team, do whatever you want, say whatever you want. Yeah, I mean he already like, offered to stop kneeling yeah. and sign for a team, which I was fucking disappointed. Yeah. In. I but, just, so, I just yeah. don't feel like I don't feel like this I don't feel like it would be possible for him to continue on the platform that he has and be signed to a team. I don't think doing both is possible the way that the NFL is set up now. Yeah. I I would like to think it depends on the team, but very I think it would be very difficult. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, on that note, who's your winner of the week? Um. So my winner of the week, I don't even know who my winner of the week is. Honestly, I have mine. I can start. You do your winner of the yes. week. Yes. My winner of the week is Michelle. You're my fucking winner of the week, bitch. Why? Um, the Redskins are a game and a half ahead of the division. You yeah. just got a tiebreaker with fucking Dallas within the division. Yeah. You got a new cushy side gig. You're young. You're loved. You're going to Florida this weekend by yourself, like living uh, your best life. Why am like, I getting so much love ass, right now? Like everything, like it's just perfect. Oh like it's, it's great. So where is this you're coming my from? Of the week. It's coming from Spectre. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just not ready for this. This is so beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, who's your winner? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll let you marinate in that a little more. Um, um, I guess that my I guess that my winner is I don't know. I guess I would have to say it was the Chargers because they survived. Oh, they survived a 10-day travel thing um, and they because they played in London and then they returned with two wins within that 10-day travel stretch which I listen we all remember how much it took how long it took us to just recover from Vegas one travel in Vegas (laughs) and back bitch I went to London and played a football game running my body against somebody else two games within 10 days no way absolutely not I'm calling in sick like <laughs> we didn't even do anything and we were still like laid out in bed for days. Yeah. We didn't even get up and do anything. We so were like, festival for like approximately like ten percent of the time. Like that's like... yeah. 
I mean, but no, I, I thought about that today because I was really busy at work. And my general manager the other day told me that, like, when he gets busy, he, like, sings a song to himself in his head. So they had me literally running, like, from one side of the building to another. And I felt like I was bouncing like a pinball. And so I started singing, like, the – the I started singing Lemon, bouncing around, bouncing hey. around. And so I'm just, like, singing that to myself, right? And then I'm thinking about how awesome that show was. That and set how we, was, I'm telling you, that one set was worth the entire thing. We're moving the – like, it's been a long time since I've danced like that. Like, a really long time. Indeed. That fan was also clutch because I would have been – breaking out all kinds of sweats that, that was a good there. moment that was it a was. really good moment it was definitely it was top 10 it. of 2018 for sure it was worth it for it sure. was worth dying and my knees hurting and not being able to walk home it was worth realizing that i have pre-rheumatoid arthritis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will need a knee replacement in 40 years absolutely like, fine i can definitely cite Pussy popping on a handstand is why I will need <laughs> a knee replacement when I'm 41. Like that's no, that's I it. feel like pussy popping on a handstand would save your knees. So like you need to do more on a handstand. Oh, I gotta get back to handstand. No, less no. on your feet. No. Yes, you no. have to go back. <laughs> Days are over. <laughs> There's too much emphasis on the knees now. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> My loser of the week is Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, no. <laughs> because, and it's not like a loser, like he's a loser. It's just like, bro, I feel fucking bad for you, loser. Like, you are surrounded with incompetent quarterback play. You Maybe have, he just agreed to the deal in the beginning of this you season. Have, <laughs> like, you did this to yourself. I mean, that is true, to be fair. <laughs> Anyone would have paid you fucking big money. You did not have to resign with them. But, um, yeah, you got fucking dope-ass dope ass Eli running around. You've got Pat Shermer doing who the fuck knows what he's doing. Like, the general manager, I don't know what's going on there, too. Like, I just, I feel like he is constantly the focus of, like, what's going wrong with the Giants when it's literally everything. Yeah. And I, like, I think it was Booger McFarland was saying that on the game that he had, a, like, a talk with him. was like, do you realize that you've, like, created this imagery yourself? And he's like, yeah. And, like, do you realize when I take you to get out of the image? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm glad you realized that. But, like, it's also the media needs to understand that they've been fucking unfair. Like, really unfair. Yeah. He's about so where they're coming to blame what's going on. You know, we talked about him, I think, on episode two. Yeah, yeah. I'm Yes, yeah. So, we, we're definitely a fan of Odell on this podcast. And... Yeah, I don't dislike him, but I also, I mean, but I felt this way about Tio, about Randy Moss, about any of, any of, I mean, even Cam Newton that we, and we spoke about this last week. Like, if you're going to be this out loud, I mean, uh, Johnny Football had happened to him. Too, you know what I mean? If you're yeah. going to be this, like, outspoken, crazy behavior, no matter what your antics are on or off the field, like whether it's like just excessive drinking, like Johnny football and craziness, or just like wanting to be the center of attention, like that's fine. But you also are going to have to understand that the down, the downside is going to be even more magnified, you know? Exactly. Like, and I think that's true. But I just think in this case, it's gotten to a level where it was unfair. Well, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he when was, he's like, make, you know, hit he couldn't even shit, dance without the having the big game. Yeah, or yeah. dancing, like, Fine, like you can pick apart those things, like whatever. But like to sit here and constantly talk about like OW being the problem or him not being a leader when like literally everything else you have your star two Super Bowl winning quarterback like running in to do fucking quarterback sneaks at the yeah. goal line with his old ass and like costing you a whole minute of playtime. Like yeah. you're gonna talk about Odell again? Like no, no one needs to want anything else in that fucking locker room except Eli Manning. And until he's addressed, 
Odell can do it. Odell can do cocaine on the fucking field, and I don't want to hear about it. I don't want right. to hear about There's it. There's so Eli's many other play. problems. Like that's it. Like I just don't want to hear about it. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, boo. Yeah. Um, my um my loser of the week is uh Chad Kelly. Who? From the Broncos. What position does he play? Um, he is quarterback. He's not a starter. Oh, shit. <laughs> However, How, so wait, he's their so backup. Case Keenum's not playing right now. Um, he the, he's not a loser because of his on-field antics. Oh, okay. So he's a backup, and he was arrested for first-degree criminal trespassing in Colorado. So, um, allegedly, you know, at one point I think that a lot of people thought that he was going to develop into, like, the future of the franchise, and that's fine. Whatever. We've all been there before. I mean, your team hasn't been there before for a while, but I, I've definitely... I mean, we had Jimmy team. G. My, my, well, true, but he was actually pretty good. <laughs> well, when he played with you guys, at least. Yeah. Um, before he got injured. Again, I feel bad for him still. But anyway, um, so early Tuesday morning, he was arrested for the charge of first-degree criminal trespassing. So, allegedly, he was reported as standing outside of a residence. He entered the, the home and then was chased down by the homeowner. <laughs> the police came to this house. The woman was inside her house holding her child on the couch inside the home when Chad Kelly allegedly entered uninvited. Um, and he sat down on the couch next to her. <laughs> Started mumbling incoherently. <laughs> what kind of fucking bath sauce was he on? <laughs> and then the woman called for her husband or whatever man she's living with. And then um, he only confronted him and then he hit him with an aluminum vacuum tube in the back and kicked him out of the home. <laughs> wow. That's reckless. I mean, this, this story, this, sometimes you just cannot make this shit up. Like, this is really just wild. Um, yeah, there Did was... he get cut? No, he's still on he's still a backup on the okay. on the Broncos. Um yeah, he I think That's he a lot. Just, I just don't understand. Like I've been really, really drunk before and the most I do is just like get in verbal altercations or like I cry or things. You know what I mean? This yeah. is I've never wandered into someone's home, sat no. next to their homeowner and her child and no. just like chilled <laughs> never never no i don't know it's just so crazy um yeah so he you know was arrested he posted bond um john elway and the coach joseph vance joseph met with him um on tuesday to determine the best course of action the investigation is still ongoing and the nfl is looking into the matter <laughs> Well, I I wonder if there's yeah I need to see more about this. That's insane. I he had to have been on some kind of crazy drug. There's nothing to see though. Like there's there's nothing to see. No, I mean like like you know, drug oh. test. Like I I feel like this can't. Like, I mean you don't I don't just know. Say I got drunk. See, that like, would be stressful because allegedly Monday night was the Halloween party hosted by Von Miller, the team uh. Halloween party. Uh. <laughs> Well, so, the plot fucking thickens. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what was going on. But I mean, so this is it's also is in his first incident when he was playing for Clemson, he got kicked off the football team in the spring of 2014 for conduct detrimental to the team after a shouting match with coaches. 
Um, so, you know, I just, you know, he was arrested after an altercation at a nightclub in New York. Is I it just Chad really... Kelly? Yeah. I'm about to look up this dude. Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. Here? Chad Kelly. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so, again, he literally sounds like Johnny Football Part 2. Except like, these okay. plucked-ass eyebrows. Oh, my God. <laughs> What is going on? He's at that fucking mall threading parlor every week, I guarantee you. Jesus. Now I have to see him. I've never seen his face. Yo, I've only seen him. Look like, at these brows. Like these are Oh, he has like some caterpillars, so <laughs> was that rude to say? No, that's absolutely factual. And on that Oh my note, gosh, he literally looks like let me not be rude. No, do it. Let's do it. He looks like a drunk redneck in the middle of the fucking country that is just ready to, like, fight you. But that's also, like, a little gay. Like, yeah. Yeah, that has, like, repressed homosexuality mm-hmm. and is taking it out on everyone else around him. And, like, yeah. Yeah, I can get with that. Like, something looks, like, he looks like he has serial killer eyes. Like, something is not right. They better watch out for him or else he's going to have a six-part podcast, too. Just, like, fucking... <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> shit, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If anyone didn't know, they're doing a um, six-part podcast on what fucking... Aaron Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez. Gladiator. It's pretty good. I, I need to I'm getting to Aaron Hernandez from Jersey this year. I have to get my Gronk one first, though. And just like Gronk taking the draft first. But anyways, um, yeah. So yeah. y'all should get into that, too. Maybe he'll have a podcast too. Yeah. As always, just <laughs> at encroachmentpod at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, feedback, guest requests. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know what that's else she it. would send us through email, but that's about it. <laughs> you can send Ricky nudes, but I am not. Yes, all the nudes, all the nudes. I'll take male nudes. I'll even take female nudes. I'm not going to enjoy them. Yeah, but I don't want to see your nudes. I will be interested in what comes through. <laughs> Even if it's not my cup of tea. Um, Good night. Well, yeah, say good night, but Jesus. Adios. Uh, See you next week. (laughs) Bye.